0: Welcome to Pod Save Africa. 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 To welcome to Pod Save Africa, welcome to Pod Save Africa, welcome to Pod Save Africa, welcome. Hello, welcome back to Pod Save Africa. It's your host Akandi Adirle and I have the good pleasure of being here with your wonderful co-host. Hi,
1: listeners, it's Oinko here, it's good to be back.
0: Awesome. Today, we're going to be chatting about an interesting topic that has been top of mind for many all across the continent recently and has us asking a lot of key questions. Today, we're going to be chatting about coups, about coups that have been having all over the continent. Now, you might ask, coups? What coups? I don't know what's going on. One, that's probably a strong indicator that you're not familiar with African politics. But two, um, they haven't coups, and quite a few, actually. Roughly over the past two and a half or so years, um, there have been seven or eight coups in the African continent, including um, Mali, Mali again, Burkina Faso, Sudan, Guinea, Chad, Tunisia, and some that, well, at least one that we're missing. Um, so today we're going to chat in a little bit of detail about the actual coups themselves. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of some of the conceptual ideas behind coups, why they happen, some myths around them. And we're going to discuss perhaps, you know, what what can be done to move into the future with fewer or no coups on the, on the African continent. Um, and I want to take us off by defining what exactly a coup is. Of course.
1: Yeah. So the word coup is a French word. Um, the full word will be coup d'etat, which means with the direct translation is "blow of state, but it's it's just formally known as a, a coup, a military coup. And according to uh, Brit, 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 Britannica, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce this word very well. Apologies, Britannica. Britannica. Yeah, cool. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, gosh. it's
0: called outside. It's okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sometimes my mind, uh, Britannica. According to Britannica, a coup can be defined as a sudden violent overthrow of an existing government by a small group. And the one of the chief prerequisites of a coup is control of all or parts of the armed force, police or other military events. So that's the definition according to a coup. But I, I slightly disagree with this definition. One, because I don't think it has to be violent, um, to be a coup, but Hey, just throwing out what that definition is. It's also interesting to note. So the word codita is a French word. And it's interesting to note that um, most of the countries that we'll be talking about today were former French colonies. And mm-hmm. all in all, this is to say that um, it's the French's fault. A hundred percent. Don't ask me how. Yep. The math yep. adds up. Um, yep. Another interesting.
0: Like fact- it's probably a good chunk. Actually, the French's fault.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. And we won't be going into too much detail about that today, but for sure, take us on our word. And, um, another interesting pattern of all the countries that we'll be talking about today is that most of them are in West Africa. Um, so thinking of Mali, Burkina Faso, um, Guinea, um, Chad. Well, Chad is more central, but it's close enough, um, Mm -hmm. close enough to West Africa. So there's a pattern there, maybe not a good one necessarily, but a pattern of the same. Yeah, and so that's that's the introduction for you guys.
0: There we go. Just to throw in one more interesting kind of statistic. Um, there's some there's some folks that have done some research on coups in the oh, coups.
1: coups, no, we're not <laughs> coups
0: in the African continent. Yeah on the african continent um in the past 50 or so years of course pulling out some of the ignoring the most recent ones um there've been roughly 200 um who are attempts and they define a successful coup as, as one that lasts more than 7 days and about half of them are successful um so there's both like a high frequency and also kind of a middling success rate um for people who do it you know to conduct coups, I don't know what to do with that information, but if you're planning a coup, just know what your odds are.
1: Mm. Yeah, and I'm sh- I know that we are talking about coups as this kind of thing that happens, but it's often very destabilizing. Um, it's, it's not good, it's not a good thing at all. And if there's any way we can express that with our words and with the stories that we captured today, we hope that you understand that sense.
0: America, would you like to share the? Story of the uh, coup de coup.
1: Coup de coup. Coup de coup. <laughs> coup, de,
0: coup, de, coup de, within, well, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so the first uh coup story we'll be bringing to you today. Coup, well, not coup, because not coupé boys. Uh, the first coup story we'll be bringing to
0: you Or today. maybe it is. Maybe it's the coupé boys. Maybe fault. they did cause it. Because like ever since they broke up,
1: Wait, Coups not have up. been.
0: They, they're, well, they're definitely they're
1: not broken up. I've definitely still seen videos of them.
0: Okay, I'm a reverse Ever since they started, <laughs> who's having
1: <laughs> You know what's funny? I always thought that you could be part of the cool, coup-
0: the group. Nah, place. nah, 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 nah. Remember Yaso
1: nah, to this? Akemi was at to it. Hey, yo, yo, hey. hey. He used <laughs> <and
0: network. ish. laughs> you said go to everywhere I don't walk.
1: Maybe if we get enough like comments um, on social media, we'll, we'll release a video of Akeni as a team. Sure that will not happen.
0: That. That's a part of my life. I, I, I do not consent to any <laughs> of this. I will love that. So
1: just let us know. I'm very trigger happy to do that. Um, or finger happy or whatever the word is. So yes, back to the story. We mm-hmm. are the first country we'll be going to. First and second country, I guess, is Mali because Mali has essentially had what you describe as a coup within a coup. Um, As I mentioned, Mali is a West African country, and also a former French colonial um, country, and so again, the French are to blame. But let's let's take it back to two years ago now. Wow, it's incredible to think that 2020 was two years ago, like Eddie. Um, yeah, years
0: just We've Lost back. so much time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm even surprised that January is almost over here.
0: Yeah,
1: but yeah, no, back. January's
0: to been long as hell, though. Keep it a buck.
1: Oh, uh, no, January
0: is at least yeah. 97 days.
1: It's felt like 20 for me. It's kind of okay. just spread by.
0: Look at you living life.
1: I don't know about Have that. <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> maybe it's the fact that I'm not living life. Um, but anyways, back to the story. Mm-hmm. So back in June of 2020, um, the people of Mali, Malians, um, as you would call them, were very upset by ex-presidents. Well, then presidents, now ex president Ibrahim. Ubaka Kita and took to the streets to start anti government protests. So, this started back in June of 2020. Later on, a few months later, or well, a month later, about a month later, um, the president and his prime minister, Bubu Sise, amongst other government officers, including the head of the National Assembly, were detained by the military officers. So, and around midnight that night that they were detained, President Kita. This his resignation. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the very next morning, um, of the next day, August nineteenth, the military officers who were responsible for detaining the president, and who some of the leaders include Colonel Asimi Goita, um, pledged to restore stability to the nation of Mali and to establish a transitional period back to democracy. So they have this whole speech where they're like, "Oh, you know." I'm going to lead you guys back to democracy. You know, Mm it wants the country to be stable. This, that, and a third. Okay. And so a lot of things happened between then, August 19th and, um, September, but we're just for, for the sake of time and for the sake of keeping this brief, we'll jump to September 21, 2020, where Mm. the former defense minister is named the president of the transitional period. Um, and Asimi Guta is um, he's, he's named his VP. A few days later, after that, the foreign minister Mukta Woni is appointed the prime minister. So again, this is a transitional period where they're trying to get back to civilian rule and everything is trying to be Gucci within the country. So you may ask. Sounds, sounds okay. Sounds like everything was going okay. What happens next? So this is where we come into the second coup within the coup. So now we have a new transitional president in da, and we have a transitional PM, Wani. And it seems from, from the story that these are the two like highest powers, the president and the PM, um, within the country. And this happens in many African countries. I believe Ethiopia is also the same way. Okay. They correct me if I'm wrong. They w- they would have a VP, but the VPs, it's I kind guess, of like,
0: yeah, powerless. yeah, well, yeah, not powerless, but well VP. There's the argument generally even all over the world that VPs are kind of like you know, like politically valuable, but like authority-wise, not particularly useful. Right. I guess. Yeah. With rare exceptions, of course.
1: Yeah, and so you can kind of see why this military leader would assume that intermediary role where it's like, um, I, I, my eyes are on you, but I guess I don't really have that much power. Yeah. It's just a brief of context there. And so, so this, they have this transitional, um, government and everything. And, um, the transitional president decides to have a cabinet shuffle, reshuffle, um, during this period of time. And really, all that changed in this cabinet reshuffle is that two members, two members of the military who were formerly part of this cabinet are taken out and replaced by two people. And of course, the military leaders who were responsible for detaining the ex-president and essentially overthrowing him are unhappy, leading to what? Another coup. (laughs) Say it with me, Akedi another coup I I was like where's the excitement Uh, another coup I was like I was in there Uh, leading to another coup where again they detain and remove um, the transitional presidents and the transitional PM and so that's how we have a coup within a coup strange world I know and so that's kind of where we are now Um, those two presidents have been overthrown and it's not looking good for mali yeah okay any thoughts any additions
0: <sighs> man i think it's, it's going to be interesting to see kind of the parallels again some of the other stars are about to share um perhaps maybe this is a good time for me to segue into the burkina faso coup um which also which is perhaps the most recent one happened um roughly five about a week ago started to happen, but I think most formally roughly about uh, four days ago. Um, and basically what happened is that in a similar situation, just from a context perspective to Mali, um, they've been struggling with insurgencies and you know, there started to be attacks on on civilian and military locations. Um and then what's that what happened is, you know, the, the military claiming, not claiming, but the military saying that hey, you know we don't feel supported by the executive we're going to effectively take over and as a result uh president rich kabore um was you know was removed from from the uh from from the presidency which you know of course at this point making that at the time making that the fourth coup in um 17 months so it, it it's a tricky situation um soldiers over you know over through that Presidents, but now there's a new guy in, uh, Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant uh, Colonel Damiba. Um, it's kind of an interesting one from his perspective in that like, he's, he seems to be, at least from lots of the, the data we're reading and some of the news reports, he seems to be you know, a fairly charismatic individual, um, not, not necessarily charismatic, kind of quiet, but like he seems to be fairly well-regarded across the, the military and security forces. Um, he, uh, he actually, he actually in 2015 during another coup attempt, um, you know, he, 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 he didn't, he did, in 2015, he refused to throw his weight behind it. Um, so, you know, and it it was so unpopular amongst the people that people kind of record regard him as like, Hey, like he is, you know, he's kind of the good one of all the military folks sort of in a kind of a, a weird way, despite having done a coup you know, conducted a coup now in 2022. Um, It's interesting too also that we found details that he actually took place in uh, American military courses course exercises between 2010 and 2020. Of course, this has no bearing or implicates no one, but um, it may be an indication of, you know, some training and some some expertise. Um, It's just one of those things where, like, you know, coups are never good, um, but we see kind of a similar trend here where, like, both, where both Mali and Burkina Faso had a similar ramp up to to the to the coup cool situation. Um, I know even kind of during the time Niger actually had a had a coup attempt um you know sometime last day as well so that wasn't a successful coup. i am not covering it but I think that's the one that I was missing out on um, thought sorry sorry to kind of pull on in parallel but I thought they were very similar similar uh, stories.
1: No, 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 no need to be sorry. I think there is some similarity between all the um, stories that we cover. Um, Mm -hmm. Some that we would know, some that we might not pick up on. So listeners, please be sure to tell us if you see some of the patterns as well. Mm -hmm. So no need to be sorry at all. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Would you like to go into the Sudan story?
1: Yes. So now we are moving on to Sudan. Sudan is one of... I think to one of two countries in this update or in this in this um, podcast recording that is not was not one a former French colonial rule and two is not in West Africa. So Sudan is actually part of Northern Africa. It's considered an Arab country largely, and it's it was formerly colonially ruled by both Egypt and the British. They kind of had like a share of the country. So those are some of the distinctions between Sudan and uh, some of the other countries that we talk about today. Interestingly enough, though, Sudan is also the country that has had the most attempted coups of all African countries. So it's had 17 attempted coups and only (laughs) five have been deemed successful. And I put that in quotes because, you know, I don't like to ascribe success to, you know, something not great but anyways so that's that's um uh some little tidbits about sudan now into the coup story so sudan interesting enough i feel like you can also describe this as a coup within a coup um i agree but i think the first coup probably happened a while ago maybe which is why you may not describe it as that so let's go back to three years ago now in 2019 Um, so Sudan's long long time detector, Omar al-Bashar was outed, was essentially through a coup amidst protests as well in 2019. And after that, the civilians, protest leaders, the military all came to like an, an agreement, a power sharing agreement, um, so that during this transition back to full civilian role, there will be kind of like an equal power stake of all of these parties. Um, and would lead to, uh, essentially lead to a new constitution and elections in 2023. 2023 has not come yet. So what, what happened since then? So as with most, what happens after Muskou's, there's a transitional, um, government set in place. And similarly to in Mali, there's a transitional government set in place. Um, which included the civilian prime minister of Abdallah Hamdok. Um, but all of a sudden he's cooled out. Is that a thing? Can we say that? Cooled out?
0: Cooled I I have nothing better.
1: Oh, I kind of like cooled out, but I,
0: uh, yeah, that's kind of nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah?
1: you. you, You think I can say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's cooled out. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, that's not a good thing. So that's kind of like the cool within the coup, even it's kind of far away. Um, but, you know, people don't like that. Protesters go back to the streets. But the military, who, as you will see in most of the stories, is the military in these countries that orchestrate or carry out most coups Um, in Mali, in Sudan, in Burkina Faso. Um, so that's, that's also a general theme um, across all of these countries. Um, the, the, the Sudanese, oh, I'm sorry, the Sudanese military, they shut down the internet. Um, they kind of block off the country. So making it un- difficult to understand the scope of what's going on around the second coup, making it difficult to understand the scope of the resistance and how much protesters are fighting against it. So unfortunately, not too much information about that. But yeah, cool within a coup. So the second coup, again, happened in 2021. Most of the mm-hmm. coups that we're covering happened in 2021 because we just started 2022, guys. Um,
0: hopefully, yeah. this year. But who you knows? Yes. But yeah. yeah. Well, we've already had one. Oh, yeah. was this
1: year. Uh,
0: yeah, they got right I'm to it. They right? were <laughs> <laughs> like, New Year, New, new Year, same us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. 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 So, Speaking of coups that happened in 2021, which is literally most of this list, but speaking of coups that happened in 2021, um, Guinea, Guinea also another um, former French colony, has had a coup um, as of September 5, 2021, so near the end of the year. Um, Special Forces soldiers, ousted um, Al- Alpha Conde, um, who was a long serving president, he had actually just um, revised the constitution. I put that in full quotations if you have any context of this podcast, you know of the tendency of lots of African presidents to um you know hold on to power and of course him extending the firm uh, his term led to protests um primarily led by opposition leaders um the military stepped in quote unquote um and they so seized power in fact, posting a video with the president um basically all around him it's kind of like a Almost kind of get like kidnapped, like yo. We have we have him, and you know, whatever. Um. So so another coup. They like people are you know deeply dissatisfied. Um. <clears throat> and you know it's kind of interesting because technically Guinea had seen strongly kind of well, sustained economic growth throughout you know Conde's. I think it was in power for about a a decade. Um. Primarily because it's, it's, you know, very rich in, in you know, bauxite, iron ore, gold, and diamonds. Um, but all of that wealth was concentrated to very few people, as we've seen in many cases with rich, resource-rich countries um, around our continent. Um, it's kind of another sad situation. Um, as we go through these stories, I'd like for you to start to pay attention to certain themes and trends. Um and the military, of course, is stepping in saying that hey, we're we're doing this in defense of the people or we're doing this to resolve uh, evils that have happened before. But yeah, that's that's a guinea story. Um I got any thoughts there.
1: Sorry. This is one of those weird moments where you mute yourself so that you can capture the full story and rush back to mute and this happen as quickly cool. as you like. Because we that's are cool. remote recording. Apologies for that. Um yeah, no, I, I just think I'm a patterns person, so all the patterns that are being drawn up are interesting to me, but also not good. Because you can kind of, in surrounding countries, if those similar seeds are being sown, you, you get worrisome, you get nervous that something similar mm. might happen in these countries. So, yeah, no, interesting.
0: Yeah. Want to take us to Chad?
1: Yeah. So the next country we'll be going to is Chad. So Chad, again, as we've, as with some of these other countries, former French colonial rule. So again, it's all the French's fault. I think people don't ascribe enough blame to the French as they do to the British with colonialism. What do you think?
0: Uh, What do you mean? Reframe that for me.
1: So, so people are like, Oh, the British were really bad with colonial rule and they were the big bad wolf and they were absolutely. I agree. But people don't see, they don't ascribe enough blame as much blame to the French and to France.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh because, yeah! I mean, oh, yeah.
1: I think I'm, I'm a, between the British and the French, they almost kind of split the continent into two almost. I mean, you have some others in there, but they were the two big bad wolves essentially.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think Britain, perhaps because of its place in kind of global colonialism relative to the French, gets more of a rap for for it than the French did. But when you start to dig into African history, you can see the place of Dutch, the Portuguese, so many of the European powers at that time played in really just horrifying um, acts of exploitation. Um, That's now, of course, many of them are trying to whitewash away from history.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, now, after that brief said sidetrack, so back to the story. So we're going to Chad and Chad is not a West African country necessarily. It is a um, Central African country, but it's it's pretty close by it borders Nigeria, borders Niger. Um, it's, it's close enough that you can kind of scoot it in there. Um, no, people won't like that. No, Chad is a Central African country. And what happened in Chad, we kind of covered some of the story before um in one of our past updates i'm not sure if people remember but essentially the ex-presidents um president Aegis derby dies and even the the concept behind his death i don't remember what episode that was when we covered it do you remember yes i do oh do you want to say um, if they want to go back
0: when do we call
1: get cover? some more when context do we
0: Actually, I have no idea. It was a news okay, update. <laughs> it was a news update, maybe three or four months ago. Yeah. Does that sound right?
1: Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. But we maybe we'll plug that into the notes. What when do we, when we exactly. remember? That's exactly. it. That's what we will do. So there we go. A, f- a few months ago, I guess, in 2021, for sure, um, President Idris Derby dies, and mm-hmm. the even the circumstances around his death are kind of. Uh, they have comma, they have question mark, they have started. whatever you like.
0: To put <laughs> all of the above. All, the above. <laughs> all rhyme, rhyme beside each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's what you find out in the news update, um, from a few months mm-hmm. ago. And the military essentially swiftly came in place to a, a transitional, you know, period again, as with all these other countries to kind of usher the country into stability. Um, mm-hmm. when their, the main head is cut off. It's like the head of a snake, if it's caught off, it just kind of slitters. Um, mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, we'll put duct tape for now. Um, <laughs> it's not a great analogy, but essentially that's that's what happened. And they come in place and they install his 37-year-old son, Muhammad, um, as the interim
0: Brutus 2 What did you say? Sorry. I said Brutus A2. I'm quoting Caesar. Oh. When his son, when his, not his son, but like his nephew stabbed him in the back in the Senate.
1: Oh, I don't
0: yeah. know Sorry, it's, it's kind of a quote for betrayal, basically.
1: Uh, gotcha. All right. So his 37-year-old son, who is also a military commander, is installed as the interim president. And he's essentially supposed to lead an 18-month transitional military council up until the time of what's supposed to be I guess, their next, um, next elections, which is usually what happens. They have a transitional period because, excuse me, they're moving on to the next elections. Um, and so it, it, it raises questions for a couple of reasons. One, why do they act so quickly? You know, two, why his son? Three, what does the military really have in mind? Um, and, so people are kind of nervous about the military government. They are fearful of it, um, you know, and all of that, all of that. So, yeah, I, I guess that that's more of a short story, but that's in essence what happened, um, the military coup in Chad in 2021.
0: Yeah, and I remember at the time I was talking about it and so we are just like, like, how does a president get killed? In but, like, was he at the front? Like, my guy, go to like, <laughs> yo, the, go to the back, my g. Like, yeah, I mean, but like, They
1: say that he's the type of person he likes to be in. It.
0: Man, oh my man, I get to but still, <laughs> <laughs> no, no,
1: so, it's, it's definitely fishy.
0: It's it's, it's fishy. Yeah, they kill him. Everybody else is good. Oops! Wow, no,
1: oh, no. But conveniently, we man, have. No why is the bullet
0: just... in his back? <laughs> What's going on? Why is crazy
1: trajectory land that way?
0: Yeah, 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 you know they be they be spinning. Don't want it. They span the they spawn the bullets around the whole I army. Mean, just just went that. It's really groundbreaking technology. It's crazy. Um, but it's yes, tough. yeah. Well, I'll take off my tin hat. That is may not be so tin Um But um, I'll go to our another one, which is actually it's an interesting one. So the, Tunisia. Um, it's not what you would traditionally think of as a coup. Yeah, um, it's, it's big asterisk. Like, yeah, multiple asterisks. And it, and it changes the dynamic of what coups cool are. But in fact, as we've seen in many other conversations had together, we see that actions like this end up leading to violence. Um, and to some degree, any usurping of the rule of law or the other for powers that be without due processes. Somewhat cool. We just wanted to contextualize this and we're going to Tunisia. Um, basically, Tunisia's president, Kai Saeed, um announced in 2021, it was about summer, July, July, 2021. He says, you know, yo, this constitution, I'm fucking with it. Um, And basically he says that he used an article. He basically said that, you know, you know, the, the 2014 constitution was flawed, it sucked, you know, that the current distribution of powers, you know, doesn't allow anything beyond postcard um, deadlock. Um, and then, you know, of course, economic challenges and public health driven heavily by COVID um, were caused by, you know, the parliament effectively. I'm um, sorry, the biggest party in the inter- corruption of the biggest party in the parliament, So it basically like, you know, you know, of course, a lot of Tunisians fell behind him. They're experiencing the, the 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 results, quote unquote, of the current system, or they're experiencing system bad issues of the current system, and you know, feeling that hey, you know, something is not working, something has to change. Um, so he invoked what was called Article 80, suspended the parliament. Um, and you know, a lot of people are considering that to be a coup to some degree, right? Like the the parliament is effectively is a, a different kind of coup. In that not, it's not the person that gets kicked out; it's kind of the parliament. An internal um, coup, for lack of you, better words. You, you said what?
1: Like an internal coup.
0: Like an internal coup, basically.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and the coup appears to be successful so far. Um, however, in terms of like. Like, you know, because he's, you know, fairly popular and then he has a military behind him, um, which as you see is a key factor in many of the other coups. Uh-huh. Guys, you heard that? Um, um, they're now saying that, oh, you know, he's um, they're now saying that, oh, you know, like, you know, that's OK. Like, let's just move forward like this. However, you know, all the things he said, like, hey, the parliament doesn't wear X, Y, and Z. That it doesn't seem like there's been an attempt to. Actually, establish an efficient political system. It's not like, hey, like, oh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. Okay, what's better? Uh, this sucks. This, uh," you know, like, like nobody, nobody, like there wasn't. It doesn't seem like there was. There's any attempt to attempt to install like an actual democratic system or some system that that actually works for the people and resolves the issue they've had. The issue for him. I feel like at this point in time is that like, you know, once you start to do things like that, so your time is counting, right? It's like right. The, the rule of law and all those systems also protect presidents, which is what people don't understand, right? They protect you from extreme things or people moving out of the way. Because now you've said, you've dropped the bar significantly lower. Um, and if in, as time passes and things don't get better, if they don't get better, or if they don't revise the system, like fam, you're next. Like <laughs> like uh, you're you're the next, you know, common denominator and other people's problems.
1: Right.
0: Um, so yeah, that's my thought there on, on our our unusual coup. Um I got any thoughts?
1: No, I I mean my one thought with this and one reason why I kind of wanted us to cover it in this news update is that it could potentially lead to another coup. Like we mm-hmm. see all the the ports staring um around this. And so that's yeah. that's kind of why we put the we're covering that story today. It's, it, right now, it's an internal coup, but it could lead to mm-hmm. an actual external one, maybe. Maybe. maybe, um, maybe. But um. yeah. That yes. is with all our coups for today. Yes. And um, But before, so we, before we go, we kind of want to mm. touch on a few things so that we've kind of already touched on, but like five myths about coups, because they, they aren't mm-hmm. always as you think they are, I think. What do you think about that, Katie?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and I know kind of the, the thinking here is driven by some research that was done by some folks reported in the Washington Post. Um, and there's, of course, no answer, here, right? So like, one, we don't necessarily, we're not endorsing this fully, but also um, it's just to give you an indicator of like, hey, here are certain things that people assume about cool Um, That's oftentimes, end up, true. yeah, exactly. And i uh, sometimes end up making us complacent. Um, okay, I'm gonna run down myth number one, which is kind of the easiest one to see. Yeah. Um, so the first myth is that coups are the thing, are a thing of the past. Now, um, I think someone at Axios, you know, uh, reported after 2018 was the first year since 1946 without a single attempted coup uh, anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like they were just resting, taking a nice holiday. And came back in force in subsequent years, including 2021, um and and uh and and uh 2020 and 2022. So, you know, as we clearly have shown in the past conversation, in fact, coups have not gone. Um the conditions for coups, but the conditions that tend to lead to coups um haven't been fully erased. So so you know, so you know, a lot of coups have been embedded into uprisings and political disheveling and things like that. But yeah, that's myth number one. Michael, what's your, talk? your turn?
1: Yeah. So going into myth number two, that coups happen only in impoverished nations. And this is a big hysteric because, and I agree, I think this is indeed a myth. I think more often than not if things happen in impoverished nations, um, such as some African nations, people are quickly, quickly want to call it a coup. Um, whereas mm-hmm. if something similar happens in um, more, I guess, much richer nations or more developed nations, you know, people hold back on calling it a coup. They will call it an uprising. They will just see protests, but they might not ne- necessarily establish that as a coup or as an attempted coup. Um, mm-hmm. And so and th- and that's one reason for this, for this myth coups don't only happen in impoverished nations. They can happen anywhere. They can happen anywhere where people are upset at their leading power, at the people that lead them, at their leaders, and they have the backing, usually, of the military. A coup can for sure happen. Yeah.
0: And and one interesting thing to see is, like, even as we discuss or look to some of the superpowers now, um, I think a lot of people are more conscious, especially after the event of January 6th, a lot of people are alleged that, like, look. Right. like That could have been thought of to some and you know, like any significance. Yeah. And, and, you know, of course, all this is alleged and they're still working through what the implications of that are. But I think it's important that we stay conscious of the fact that, look, the rules of these systems are in place for a reason, right? Like they don't. It's not by mistake, like it may feel things may seem slow. Of course these systems are deeply imperfect I need a lot of work. Um, but violence just throwing the whole thing away. Oftentimes when you thought about bathwater, you throw out a few babies with it. So Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, hoping to move to a future with with fewer and fewer of those coups. Um now the next one is, you know, coups are violence, bloody fights for power, just like coups, civil wars. Um, I think a lot of the early kind of coups were so were were, were you know um a quote unquote um uh put this uh the, the kind of characterized by by fighting and things like that. But you know, the data really suggests um the opposite right? so Like from some of the some of the the data reported here, less than sixty percent of coups saw shots fired. Um, and less than 15% led to anything more than 25 deaths. Now, of course, you know, let's, let's start evaluating. And then then more, only 1% escalated to fighting that caused at least 1,000 deaths, which is a threshold for for civil war. Um, and it's kind of complicated there. I know, like, who's typically involved protests um, one way versus the other, the deaths and, and harm that are involved with that. I, I don't know if it's factored into the data. That's one thing I'm skeptical about reading this. Um, the second part is that, you know, there have been lots of coups that didn't involve, you know, people, people being harmed. There was a Nigerian president that literally was outside of the country and they gave him a call and said, bruh, I'm the captain now. And that was, that was don't a coup. Go, don't go back. Don't, don't come back. Don't come to the don't mainland. Don't come to the mainland. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a coup in Tunisia in 1987 where like, you know, the, the president was upset by the prime minister. Brian sends doctors to the presidential palace and to, to essentially examine him and declare him office. Um, so, you know, a lot of people argue that, like, the best way to think of a coup is like a complex coordination. Like, lots of things are coming together to make it happen. I think sometimes we see lots of coups and, you know, think, like, oh, boom, boom, boom just happens. Gone, gone, gone here. They just take guns to the presidential yeah, coup cool, has happened. Uh, it's often, in for, like, to get for a coup to be successful a lot has to happen. A lot of things have to fall in line, which is why I think a lot of, you know, cool acres are taking advantage of, you know, uprisings and, and protests and, and things like that. Um, like, I want to go into the the next one.
1: Yeah. Um, this is myth number five, right?
0: Number four. Number four. Huh. You didn't have it yourself. No, sense. you
1: did. You did number four. I'm doing number five. No,
0: wait. I didn't know. What
1: are you talking about? You did violent, bloody fights One, for war. Two. Yeah, hey,
0: that's me? number. That's number
1: three. Ew. Okay, sorry. I was counting backwards. Okay, that's okay. With number four, who's always promotes political instability? That is not true. Um, Sometimes they do. Sometimes they are actually what's needed to promote political stability. Um, I think. Yeah. So. Uh, More people think, oh, after a coup happens, you know, all would be bad in the land. And maybe for some time they do. Um, Maybe for some time things would be in uproar, like people don't know what to do or where to go. But they don't always, in the long term, lead to political instability. Uh, But it's natural to assume that the coups weaken regimes and hasten their demise. And sometimes that hastening of demise is what's needed, actually. Um, case in point, Zimbabwe with a uh, good late Uncle Bob. Um, may he well, so rest. Yeah. Not sure in peace, but may he still rest. Um, yeah. In peace, may he rest <laughs> yeah. in peace.
0: Yeah, I have no choice well to rest. Yeah. Just
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, which I guess is, not, also that's one one situation that was not considered a cool. And don't know who's doing the math, but I feel like that would maybe was a cool. um Yeah. Maybe. Hysteric. So we, we see that, um, most people think that, oh, once a coup happens, that means there is ingredients for, for further instability. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's the case that sometimes there's ingredients for more coups to happen, as with some of the stories that we've already covered. But sometimes it's what's needed to, to bring life back into the country and for a breath of fresh, fresh life into the, the, um, Governancy
0: of that nation. Yeah. And, and I think that has to do with that somewhat similar to this final myth, which is that coups are always bad for democracy. So now this one is complex. Um, like always is, I guess, the operating word is and not every coup has, you know, not every coup has resulted in kind of a democratic breakdown. A lot of them do, the vast majority of them do, but not every single time. In fact, some of the statistical manipulation has that some coups are against dictators, which of course democracy doesn't exist, and then sometimes lead to a structuring of some form of democracy over some time. Now you may argue that hey, this is the case in this was the case in Sudan, and they're just going through the process, and the coups within the coups within the coups are just uh, the, the kind of growing pains to get to that process. I truly hope so. I truly hope that they see you know democracy soon. Um, a lot of people would argue that this idea of a good coup is 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 kind of naive. Um uh, just because it's um, an oxymoron, um, really, right? because um so few have a chance of advancing a shift to democracy. As we spoke about earlier, um who's, you know, the, the sophistication with which it needs to be planned to just be executed, period, takes a lot. And then the sophistication that needs to be planned so that there isn't a single power power broker and there can be a transition to democracy is almost you know I mean this Sherlock Holmes level stuff I guess them they're impossible and sometimes just a result of local conditions so that's another that's one kind of like that's one kind of final myth that we we kind of love to chat about um as you start to see kind of given some of the discussions we've had about the coups that have happened and some of the you know the mess we shared um we love to kind of talk a little bit about like what's what are the ingredients for for a coup right So we've argued here that you know these are really really complex things these things tend to happen um mm-hmm. these things happen to happen that's uh you know and and most you know at least half of the time fail um so you know a, a few things we there a few things we argue that are part of of are things that are more likely to make a cool successful. Successful being, you know, being somewhat permanent, lasting well at seven days, X, Y, and Z. (sighs) Now, this is going to be a tricky part, of course, because we're not trying to give any advice to cool goers. Absolutely Um, (laughs) You know, like, we're not trying to have you plan a cool tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Please, that's not to go to the podcast. But I think we would like to kind of indicate what are the conditions, some of the underlying things that may be happening leading up to a cool, um, that would make us more aware and and change in a different ways. Um, so now many countries are, the number one is that many countries are run by, by power brokers of some sort or another, right? Like it's not just, I think sometimes we think in the binary of like oh, the president and the Senate X, Y, Z versus, or well, not versus, really sometimes versus the people. Um, and we think that, you know, if the uh, protesters are angry enough, things like that, um, that's a coup would inevitably happen. However, you know, within companies that are dominant political, military, of course, business elite. That more often than not, those people are coordinating together to make it happen. Um, the, the 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 conditions under which a coup happened, for example, the Gaddafi coup in Libya um, that put him into power um involved a whole lot of coordination which with a lot of Libya taking his takeover <laughs> I'm joining his takeover um another thing too is just the sense of like inevitability that the power is going to be gone from the person from whoever the leader is at the time um which is like hey you know like you know they're, they're losing power or they're, you know they're protesting a you know, lot of protests like that's like the leaders is losing losing legitimacy um all those things tend to factor in and then finally um you know so they try to get a sense of like popular consensus right so it's like you almost I'm have to hence yeah, against the ex- person to exactly exactly um of course we all understand that like look you know, life doesn't work in binaries and regardless of which could you see it's never it's never 100% to zero right at least the president and his family likes him that's last. but um, what you find quickly is that sometimes maybe not but what you find is that there's a lot of games done to like manufacture like popular concepts, like oh everybody hates this guy oh no 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 and they'll try to put in like big speakers from the military and from other parts of the country that will say things like oh you know you know, things aren't going so well, like those types of things all happening at the same time tend to be part of the cool kind of orchestration together. Um, and you've seen this happen in Mugabe, um, Sudan multiple times. Uh, I said in Mugabe, in Zimbabwe with, with Mugabe, um, where there seems to be like a popular, like of course protests are part of it, but when you see like popular defections here and there, um, it also goes, taps into that inevitability thing, like oh, the walls are crumbling down, the house of cards are falling. Um, everybody wants this, <clears throat> um however, you know, like the truth is that schools are usually run by elites um and you know the, the elites to some degree of course they want to they want to maintain the status quo with just changing who is in power, so right. you know Sometimes the citizenry the wants that
1: upsets too Sometimes.
0: exactly exactly, exactly so. So, you know, just, you know, in in the Mugabe case, for example, you know, those are least effectively just installed another insider because they just didn't like the guy who was at the top, right? Um, And sometimes it's important that we're cautious when structuring crews, when structuring demands, when we need to understand how the power dynamics change. Not called structuring crews. Hey, Jesus, look at me. I'm I'm not planning, but but like one way. When we're like thinking about change in our societies you know it really is worth thinking deeply about like what are the key parts and pieces of the power structure changes that need to be happened for this to because like when when the elites want anything they're going to promise you the world like oh you will have democracy oh x y and z um but how can you guarantee that without relying on exclusively their goodwill um, no, I don't have the answers for that, but I think thinking very carefully about that is important. I'd love to hear your thoughts here.
1: No, I agree. Um, I have seen that sometimes on social media, um, when talking about situations that go on the country, people just are quick to suggest clues, and I think it's important that we talk about some of the ingredients of a clue to paint really a picture of why. Sometimes it's not the best thing to happen. Sometimes even when it does happen, it doesn't happen in our interest because as you mentioned, they're usually organized by the society's elites and they don't care about the common person, you know, they don't care about your demands. Sometimes it aligns with your demands because that's what they want, but sometimes it doesn't. Um And even just capturing the facts in some of these needs, um, that's myth, yeah. myth. <laughs> that sometimes mm. coups yeah. lead to other coups, lead to other coups, and it just becomes a domino effect of some sort. Um and sometimes they don't. Sometimes it, it just leads to good stuff, but who wants to take the gamble, you know? Um, but no, very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a tough conversation, you know, and that point is a fantastic one. Like, you know, like this is not something you hope for. Um ninety nine out of a hundred times a don't things don't get better um, the underlying incentives that involve it actually happen happening are not aligned with your interests as as an individual as part of a country um so we need to think deeply about what ways there can be transitions um or there can be significant change that aligns with the incentives of the people so for example, one thought I had about kind of working through the story was, and of course you know. This is just entirely my opinion and, and some some creativity there. Is that what if you know countries had an annual referendum on the president, right? So like every year, almost like a survey, like how's this guy doing? Now, of course, you know, like presidents need time, especially when they first get in. X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z. Um, what if then you know. If the referendum ends up with like a two thirds majority saying like yo, this guy actually sucks, man, like yo, friend, we made a horrible mistake. Um, that's you know, of course, over a certain you know participating percentage. That's um, that's then they can have like an actual referendum votes in the second year or third year of the person's presidency to determine whether another person should continue on. Um, because to some degree, I think this perhaps fixes the problem of like our voting being fairly infrequent and being kind of like a single and singular, very infrequent interaction. And it gives them incentives to make our lives better every year. It's almost like living in, you know, your country. And then like suddenly during the election year, you know, a couple of months leading up to the election, suddenly electricity is everywhere. It suddenly seems like money's flowing and everything's good. And you just like, wait, like the past four years, like what's been happening? Like, right. You know, just because the incentive is, you know, people's memories are short and the incentive is only there for them to do. And so Another thought I had, and I'm, sorry, I'm just spitballing out some of my ideas for, no, for quote-unquote fixing yeah. um, democracy. It's like, look, if we thought about, you know, hey, you know, a lot of things that tend to drive kind of cools, not even just cools, but like drive like the issues with transition and change, like I think sometimes people assume permanence of the power that they have. I mean, I think like we just need to figure out a constitutional way for um, for power, for like power um to not be extended anymore, right? So it's like, okay, you get two terms of four years. Um, if you want to get more terms, the entire country over a 90% majority has to vote for that to happen, right? Like you have to be doing that well for that to happen. And then even then you can only get one extension at a time. Right. And then if we have that overlaid with like a referendum vote on like a hey, or referendum survey on like hi, hey, how hey, how's this president doing? X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. Also, you know, this is always a case of institutions, and of course, I understand lots of our African countries are young, our governance systems are young as a as a result. And I don't feel like Africa is uniquely bad or where it's Like it's like looking at many European countries in their early lives. Like shit was chaos. Was feudalism food, all over the place. Like that's how it, even the United States in its first fifty or so years, you know, everything was all over the place. So it happens. It's 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 not. I don't want to say it happens because these are brutal and painful things, but we shouldn't feel ourselves uniquely bad because of this um, systems of governments and and entities and nations, especially nations that weren't formed as a result of a collective identity. Like, um, we all just, somebody drew some lines and now we're all together trying to figure it out. Um, it's it's going to take, you know, some time for us to form this united identity and, and build moving forward from there. Um, but I think kind of thinking critically, as, as you know, listeners, share with us your ideas, like, List like, how do we create a mechanism in our democracies um, for being able to affect, to influence those people in power? Um, And and really, kind of this leads to one of our discussions about the myths. It's like, we need to think about what that dynamic looks like with power so that it is not heavily concentrated with a few people. And even in situations where there's a certain group of people more powerful than the other, that there is a recourse which say some high level of frequency for people to say, yo, like you you can't get away with this. Like, hey, this referendum X, Y, Z can happen for us to self-correct for that. Maybe we make our recall processes much easier for senators and things like that. That tend to be part of the elite. So that's that's kind of my my thinking. Um sorry to spiel and deal, but um this it's one of those things that's bothered me for a long time. Who's are not great activities, despite what your friends on on twitter say it's never a good thing or really ever a good thing yeah um but we need to we need to find they happen because people need change right or people take advantage of a need for change um and we need for that change to be able to happen without there being a problem
1: right yeah and so just to summarize um everything we talked about today coups happen um multiple clues can happen at once Coups are usually not a great thing and the French are to blame. I think those are top four summaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: cool. parlez
1: <laughs> <B'allez-vous> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, So, Enchanté. just before, before we go, um, mm-hmm. I want to remind you guys that Spotify now has a way to read podcasts. So, if you enjoy our content, even if you don't really, even if you just take you a few minutes to okay. read us on please. Spotify.
0: Five stars.
1: Five stars, please. Um yes. Only the best. Thank if you're never written five stars, please don't do it at all. Thank you. Please,
0: yes. um, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Exactly.
1: Sorry. Right. Yeah. And, you know, even if you don't listen to the podcast on Spotify, please just take Give it us a few, just few yes, seconds to yes, rate us yes, on there. That would be great. You, see us. Um, you can also rate us. Everybody sees us on Apple podcasts, mm-hmm. yes. on all of your listening platforms. Mm-hmm. We enjoy yes. speaking to you guys. We enjoy yes. covering stories like this because one's a learning mm-hmm. opportunity for us. And mm-hmm. I'm assuming for you guys as well. And yeah. just, interesting nuggets of like history and current affairs as well. So we look forward to talking to you again in two weeks. Bye bye. All
0: right. See Get you. Get any so
1: party much. watch.